Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A quick reminder. There's no such thing as a stupid question, especially when it comes to your car repair and your wallet. You don't need to know which end of the screwdriver to hold to become an informed car consumer. Just two simple questions will get you the proper, easy-to-understand answers. Just ask why and how. As in, why do I need this repair? And how does this affect my vehicle? How does it affect my wallet? Still not sure? Get a second opinion. But don't tell the second opinion shop that you had your vehicle checked over somewhere else. Let the second opinion draw their own repair conclusion. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com. Making you a savvy car consumer. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were a nerd, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. It's hour number two of the world-famous Chiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. Our premium podcast is available for $5 a month at JiggyJaguar.info. Selected editions will appear on the iHeartRadio app and 50-plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar radio network. Our telephone number is 267 22 J-I-G-G-Y. Thanks for joining us today. Live as live can get from the KJAG Radio Studios in downtown Hutchinson, Kansas. We're live as live can get to Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, PM Mountain Standard, each and every Monday through Friday. Thanks for joining us today on the big program. Before we get into hour number two, before we kick it off, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. This is a great Kickstarter campaign. Easily create restaurant-style ramen in 10 minutes with Yoshi Gourmet Soups. Let's tell you a little bit about this great Kickstarter campaign. It's available at kickstarter.com. Search K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Yoshi's Gourmet Soups. Chef-quality ramen in minutes. This comes from Manny Chan. With Yoshi's Gourmet Soups, you can create an incredible soup primed for your favorite noodles and ramen toppings. This is an incredible project. We want to help them get funded. For as little as $5, you can help them get this off the ground 
boiling water plus Yoshi's equals gourmet, premium, delicious, affordable vegan ramen soup. Check it out today. We want to bring everybody to the dinner table with Yoshi's gourmet soups, chef quality ramen in minutes. This comes from Manny Chan. And check it out today at Kickstarter.com. And tell them you heard about it here on the world famous Chicky Check Wire Radio program. Let's get into it right now. Hour number two kicks off right now. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. The topic today, are there too many people in America's prisons? And our criminal justice expert, Kevin Ring, is with us today. He's the director of strategic initiatives at Families Against Mandatory Minimums, FAMM. He's also the author of Scalia Desserts, writings of the uh, Supreme Court's wittiest, most outspoken justice. And Kevin Ring is with us today on the telephone. Now, Kevin, the uh, Ted Cruz and Barack Obama agree on this. Rand Paul and Eric Holder agree on this. There are way too many people hanging out in prison. Um, the taxpayers have to take care of these folks. Uh, kind of break this down for me and tell me why, why we've gotten to this point. Is it because that in certain states they have a uh, for-profit prison system? Well, that may be one contributing factor, but we have 2.3 million people in uh, prison today. One in every 100 adults is under some sort of supervision. Yeah. At the federal level, from the beginning of the country's history up until 1980, we reached a total of 25,000 prisoners. That was, uh, that was the most we had in a given year. Good Lord. And since, and since the 80s, from the 80s till now, we went from 25,000 to 215,000. So we've changed our approach completely, and it was a conscious choice. We decided that because there was a uh, crime rise in the late 70s, we were going to lock everybody up and we are going to lock them up for longer terms because we didn't know of any other solution. And we are paying for that now. We're paying for that in terms of you know, keeping afloat tens of billions of dollars a year in prison costs at the state and federal level to the point where we're now spending so much money that the Justice Department is saying we can't even afford our prosecutors and our investigators because we're spending so much money on prisons. That would be fine if we were locking up violent offenders and repeat offenders and people who are dangerous. But we reached the point where we're just we're babysitting now nonviolent drug offenders yep. and others yep. who could be supervised in the community. Yeah, we, we essentially, and, and this is the one thing I hate about the prison system, Kevin, is the fact that we take the rapist and we put them next to the kid that just got caught with some joints. <laughs> we put the uh, we put the violent uh, individuals in with the. Uh, with the nonviolent offenders, we have a, a huge amount of people that are locked up for uh, really stupid drug offenses, uh, being in the wrong place at the right time, um, thing, things like this. Um, how, how do we fix this? Because if there's so many people that, uh, that, that agree on this, Ted Cruz, Barack Obama, Rand Paul, Eric Holder, um, how, how do we fix this situation? Well, it seems like it would be easy with that sort of political support. The problem is everybody just waits for the next high-profile crime to occur to scare the heck out of everybody. So the prosecutors across the country, well-intentioned that they may be, don't want to lose the tools that they have to make it easier to do their jobs. Right now, prosecutors don't even have to go to trial. 97% of criminal cases end up in plea deal because the threat of the sentences are so long that people just take a deal. And, and go away. And we now know that some people who have been proven innocent have taken deals. So what we have to do is we've got to remove some of those tools so that there's a better balance in the system. We've got to take away some of the, the authority that prosecutors have to threaten people with long mandatory sentences 
and allow the judges in some cases, especially in nonviolent, low-level cases, to impose sentences that fit the crime. They aren't written for the worst of the worst, but really apply to the person at hand, because not every crime is the same. Somebody could be just a, a street-level dealer who is making a stupid choice at 16 and now is held up, you know, held responsible for the whole conspiracy and gets a longer sentence than the kingpin who's been importing this stuff from Colombia. And it doesn't make any sense. And we used to have a system where the judges had some discretion. If they abused it, they could be appealed. But we've traded that in to make it easier for prosecutors to just really threaten people with these long sentences. And they're counterproductive. Like you said, we hold people in prison with others and they're not getting any better. They're becoming better criminals, but they're not becoming better people. And unless you're going to keep them for life, they're going to come out. They're going to rejoin our society, and we want them to be rehabilitated. We've got a, a great guest with us today. Kevin Ring joins us here on our broadcast. Now, that is the one thing that I've always never really understood about the about the prison system and the, and the, the justice system in general. If uh, you get locked up, you essentially are in there for a, you know a certain a certain amount of time, but they eventually always let people out. And a lot of times that these these rehabilitation systems don't really work. Sometimes they do, but uh, a lot of times there's repeat offenders, things like this. Um, is the has has that not been addressed uh, as far as prison reform goes? Because, like you were mentioning, there's a lot of people that they're going to come back out and rejoin society. Sure, more than ninety percent are going to come out, and I think it's starting to be addressed. And the states are taking the lead on this. And what they're finding is, if first of all, it's a budget issue as well, right? So you have roads with pot, uh, potholes, you have Medicaid, you have all sorts of pressing needs for the government. Who wants to invest more in rehabilitating prisoners? That's not a high priority for most taxpayers or for the politicians they elect. So you haven't seen it in the past. But right now, when governors have been forced to balance budgets, the way they've decided that they can do this and reduce the crime rate is to shorten some sentences for lower-level offenders and take the savings from not holding people in expensive prison cells for so long and investing that money in programs, job training programs, drug addiction programs, mental health that actually work because that's the way you're going to reduce recidivism which is driving our crime rate now, uh, now, 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 Kevin. There is a lot uh, to be said about the the way the prison system is uh, conducting itself. Do you think a situation like Barack Obama re- recently going into uh, going into a prison and looking around and seeing what 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 is there? Do you think that that helped the case to kind of get some prison reform going? I, I, you know, it was the first president who'd done it, and I think it brings attention. And I think we need a cultural shift to say, yes, these people made mistakes, and they should be punished and held accountable. But at some point, they're going to rejoin society, and so we need them to, we need to welcome them back. And I think the president going there at least humanizes them, and and sort of helps help cultural shift take place. We've got the fabulous Kevin Ring with us today. He joins us here on the telephone uh, talking a little bit about the prison system. Are there too many people in America's prisons is the question that we're posing today here on our big broadcast. And for more than 40 years, conservatives have associated with the get-tough anti-crime policies, including stiff mandatory minimum sentencing laws, things of that nature. However, there's a new generation of conservative leaders that's promoting a new approach that is tough on crime without being tough on taxpayers. 
players. That, I think, is the biggest thing here, is that people realize that... I don't know why they didn't realize this in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> but people are starting to realize nowadays, as, as uh, the youth is growing up and things like this, that, oh my God, tax money goes to pay for people in prisons. Uh, now, all of a sudden, it's... We don't have any money. <laughs> we need to fix this somehow. Yes. And, and listen, I'm sorry. I, I I have another call I have to do right now. So I, I thought we were starting. Early. No problem. No problem. We'll, we'll let you go, my friend. Have a good day. We're going to take a time out and come back with more. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.